Hello everyone, I'm Santiago C. Carrada, President and CEO of Visit Tampa Bay, and welcome to another episode of Unlocking Tampa Bay. This summer has been filled with endless fun and adventures. In July, we celebrated Disability Pride Month, opened the newly renovated Tampa Convention Center, celebrated 4th of July at Boom by the Bay, went to London for National Geographic's Food Festival, and so much more. Now that we're in August, this month we get to celebrate National Cuban Sandwich Day. We're hosting a marketing activation in Atlanta, Beer Fest at Busch Gardens, and a multitude of events such as Rock the Park, Tampa Theater Summer Classics, and lots more. And as usual, take it away, Serena. Thank you so much, Santiago. And on this episode of Unlocking Tampa Bay, it's all about the arts and growing the international footprint around the world. Who better to start the conversation than the founder of Tampa City Ballet, Paula Nunez. Paula, thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for having me here. Talking about the arts is my favorite. <laughs> and, you know, dance is very close to our CEO's heart because his wife, Shayna, is also a professional dancer and educator just like yourself. Yes, and uh, an incredible advocate for the arts. So Shayna has been a force for the field, for the Tampa fields in, in, in Tampa Bay, and an incredible um, teacher and choreographer. We worked together actually many years ago. And for you, just like her, arts is such and dance is such a passion that started at such a young age. You were a little girl when your mother introduced you to ballet um, in the country of Venezuela. Venezuela. So tell us how you got started. Yes, I got started because my mom was always a lover, lover of the arts. She wanted us, my brother and I, to be related to the arts, even if we will not be professional. But she always was very, but uh, was very important for her to take us to the to the uh, orchestra, to the ballets. So I started when I was five years old, and I discovered I did click immediately that that was for me. Oh, and then so share with us how you ended up in Tampa and started Tampa uh the the, the company. yes the company yes I came to Tampa because uh, well my husband got a, a offered a job here in Tampa Bay and um, we decided to well we decided together that this will be good for our kids my country was in a very difficult situation at that time and uh, I had a beautiful conservatory in Venezuela mm -hmm. um, with more than three hundred students wow yeah it was a, a conservatory that worked just with the scholarship kids. And that still is there. It's 29 years, 30 years old now. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. But you brought that whole message of arts and the importance of arts and dance to Tampa. Yes, exactly. So when we, I came in um, 2002, um, I wanted to keep going, keep teaching dance. So I started to look for a job in Tampa Bay. And I discovered that ballet was not at that time that that uh, popular. And so my husband uh, helped me and we I, I opened a very small studio and the heart of New Tampa. Um, there I started to teach and in 2002, uh, 2008, 
uh, we decided, 2012, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. we decided to open a nonprofit to see if we could get scholarships to more students. And that's when I started to work with Shana at the Orange, um, at the Orange School and, mid and art schools to recruit kids that were talented and they wanted to dedicate their life or they, they wanted to, to um, get professional training mm -hmm. so we can offer a more professional training at the, at the center. And, and it's not until 2018 that we opened the professional company, Tampa City Valley. So that is so wonderful. Paula, why is it that arts and dance are so important for a community as a whole. Like say someone might not be, you know, they may not think, you know, I want to be a dancer, but it helps the entire community. We are unlocking Tampa Bay. How would you answer that? Yes, I think the arts are vital for a community. I think all all the arts, I of course can talk more about dance because that's my field, but I think the arts bring the humanity to the communities. Also bring communities together. In uh, they, they, they work as a model of interaction and integration for the community. When you think about, we have, a, for example, a rehearsal mm -hmm. in dance and we invite audience to come to watch. The audience are moved by the dancers, their, their work, their, their, their passion, their soul, their hours that they, they, mm -hmm. they rehearse to bring a piece. They are moved by a choreography that is working in, in his uh, creation step by step. Then they go to a theater. They are, they are moved by, by creating that are made by humans in the, in the, in the moment or also for me it's very important at this moment to create art in the streets to create yes. art outdoors outside the, well, mm -hmm. the theater so it could be everybody everyone could be involved in the arts today you know at the very beginning of the conversation we we talked about the international footprint. And on the show, we've talked about how Tampa, we're breaking records. It's amazing. You know, Michelin star restaurants, we have five-star hotel. I mean, it's amazing. How do the arts help fuel that on bringing guests to our city? Yes, the arts are, are essential, in my point of view, for the tourism. Because, uh, for example, if you if you think, uh, we have two types of tourists in Tampa Bay. We have the tourists that come to spend their, their winter here. And usually they are, they are used to go to see ballets, to galleries, mm -hmm. to museums, to a, a lot of culture. So they come to Tampa and it's all amazing that we can give them kind of the same level of arts here. Also, you have the tourists that come from uh, internationally. Mm -hmm. So this is a tourists that comes usually during the, 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 uh, the summer, our summertime. So for us is to be, be energetic and, and active all year round to give them the opportunity to know more about our city, what we do. What is, I don't want to say local art, but I will say the history of Tampa yes, through the arts. Through the arts. Yes. It provides, as you said, such an energy that really is contagious. Mm -hmm. Not only contagious for our community, but that for around the world. So you have been in this, in this space mm -hmm. for several years now. Yes. How have you seen it change up to 2023? I see the change. I see the interest in the community more and more in the, in the corporations, organizations like Art Alliance, B uh, Tampa Bay Dance with Shana. I see the interest to develop really another level in the arts. And I also see, for example, we have Sarasota with 
three founded companies, mm-hmm. dance companies. We have Miami City Ballet. We have four founded companies in Miami. We have Orlando with Orlando Ballet, which is totally supported by the city and by the sponsors and corporations. So I feel that this is a great moment to develop not just one company, but several dance companies that can bring different uh, genres of dance, mm-hmm. different uh, opportunities for choreographers, for dancers. We have incredible organizations like H with Christina mm-hmm. Costa, uh, UT, uh, USF, University of South Florida, where uh, I am a faculty. University of South Florida is a top 12 dance program. Isn't that incredible? Incredible. Incredible. We are with Juilliard School. We are with the Point Park in NYU. And we have graduate. Uh, uh, students graduating every year and sometimes they have to to leave because and, and that we was, I was going to say but we want to keep them here we want to keep, <laughs> keep them, them here right? we want to keep them we are in a right incredible moment to build like I tell you not just one dance company many dance companies we have so much talent here and we talk, you know, on this show and uh, throughout Unlocking Tampa Bay, we talk about how this also, not only with tourism, it helps with local jobs. Totally, totally. These students that are incredible, choreographers, creators, they will not leave. A lot of them will stay here in Tampa Bay giving the, their talents. And, um, and and that's how you build companies that has you, the dance companies and, and professional jobs. Uh, of course, these are um, professional dancers work all day long. Mm-hmm. It's like a normal career, normal job. They go to the studio at nine o'clock in the morning. They leave at six o'clock. The work is so hard. They take class every day, technique class, mm-hmm. an hour and a half, two hours. And then it's all day's process, creation. And today's world where contemporary is in at the lead is mm-hmm. cutting edge choreographies, avant-garde choreographers, um, stories that are are real, that bring the community, bring the, the story of the city alive. Yes. So that's a process. It's a research. Everything starts with a research. Do you have a, you know, I know, you know, ballet is your forte. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite spot, though, in Tampa or a favorite place to uh, to watch shows or Go. Yes, I well, I love everything that happened in Tampa. <laughs> it's such a great energy, such an incredible city. I go to every everything, mm. but I have a passion for underground art. Mm. I have a very, very, I'm very passionate about underground art. The art that happens sometimes in silence. The mm-hmm. art that, that happens that sometimes doesn't sell very easy, but that's where we have to come as a lovers of the arts and try to inform the community. So sometimes uh, that connection with the community will make the art grow because not all the time we can give uh, an art that is uh, uh, and and I love competitions Mm -hmm. and everything but that art that is kind of easy to watch Mm -hmm. but if we are well informed we can go to the underground arts and we can discover so much treasures (laughs) there I can tell that you um, we used the word energy earlier in the show but how so energized that you even Mm -hmm. get and your beautiful smile talking about art so as we as we progress forward and again we're in 2020 and it's hard to put it in a word or a phrase. What is your dream for the city of Tampa? To have, like I told you, not just one dance company, to have many dance companies where we can inspire each other, but vitality. I think Tampa Bay is a 
incredible, energetic, young city that deserves avant-garde art, cutting edge, and, 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 and very innovative. I will say innovation. Innovation. Well, you mm-hmm. have been such a pleasure to speak with. And speaking of art, um, a close friend of yours, Michelle Smith, but that you both admire each other so much, is actually our next guest on the show. Amazing and woman. <laughs> she's an amazing woman just like you. Thank you. Paula, it was so wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much for being such a treasure oh. and being on <laughs> Unlocking Tampa Bay. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And continuing our conversation, as promised, the executive director of the Tampa Arts Alliance, Michelle Smith. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And you wore yellow. Yes, I got to <laughs> represent my, my love for Visit Tampa Bay. <laughs> we love it. And just earlier on the show, we had Paula Nunez with um, w- uh, with Tampa City Ballet. The both of you have such great respect for each other. Yes, I adore her. We are so lucky in Tampa to have this caliber of leadership. It's amazing. So speaking of that, ballet, there's so many different forms of art. Tell Mm -hmm. us about the Tampa Arts Alliance. Well, the Tampa Arts Alliance, we're a newly formed organization. We're two years old, um, but we were formed out of this desire and community to unite a little bit more of the arts and to have representation for the arts and really you know, capitalize on all the development that's happening here, we have a thriving ecosystem of arts. And so being able to kind of have a unified voice to attract funding, to attract attention, to put the word out, to get the spotlight, to engage the energy and the excitement around the arts, that's what we're here for. So why do you think that the arts are so important to build, as we talked about, that international footprint for a city? It's something that is integral. You know, in our conversation we had before, we talked about the fact that when you think about the cities that attract tourism, that are really, really known as being developed cities, all of them have an artistic, a very strong artistic footprint. So if Tampa wants to be competitive in the world as a place to visit, as a place to live and play and to grow business, we have to have all of these strata of our culture here identified and really healthy. And because we have so much artistic talent here, when we can really put our focus in on not only appreciating the economic impact of all of those arts, but on nurturing it and growing it, then it just elevates the whole entire city. And, you know, as you shared, you just started two years ago with Mm -hmm. this. Um, Two years ago, recognizing the importance of art as we grow. Well, we've had for a long time in Tampa, I've been involved in the art scene for 25 years. We've had tremendous leadership, some great art existing organizations already. So we weren't starting anything new. We were just beginning to um, put some focus and intention on expanding the pie. So instead of like having so many pieces in the pie competing for it, we're like, let's build a bigger pie in that kind of a, a, a mindset. So Our organization was organically developed. It was part of conversations that were already happening from individual arts leaders. I know I really came into the conversation when I was working with the Downtown Mm -hmm. Partnership and managing the Arts and Culture Committee. I went to an evening event that was sponsored by Gobioff Foundation, Tucker Hall. I think this was in 2019. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. There is an interest here in artists. Uh, in 2003, mm-hmm. I started the Artist Network of Tampa Bay. Wow. And it was like, it was this kind of idea, but the time wasn't ready just yet. So it really didn't go anywhere. But I realized in 2019, seeing the industry leaders mm-hmm. and the foundations bringing forth that same conversation again, because it all builds on each other. 
I was like, wow, something something's new is happening. I love how you how you explain it with the growing of the pie, right? So twenty, I moved to to the city of Tampa twenty three years ago. Loved it the minute I landed here. But in the past few years, we are raw. We're a rock star around the globe. Yes. So yeah. with that comes art. Is there a, do you have a, I know you represent all art. You know, we had the opportunity to talk to Paula, of course, about dance and ballet. Is there a favorite? You probably can't say a favorite. <laughs> we can't put you on the spot like that. But Pick is there, favorite. maybe rephrase the question. Um, is there specific art that we should be growing or are we doing the right thing with what we're doing right now? Well, we're still having to identify that a little bit. It's really important to know what we have here. And just to touch on to the leadership that we have in this, the city and the county, for instance, visit Tampa Bay. I love their approach to the culture. It's it's not exclusive to um, per se, like just Michelin restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's also acknowledgement and inclusion of mom and pop restaurants. Right. Right. So there's all these different layers of what builds the community and what builds culture that are acknowledged at these really great leadership bodies. So the same thing with the arts is identifying what's here and then really investing in it. So I can't necessarily pick a favorite <laughs> without getting into trouble. I know that um, was not a fair question. <laughs> Well, it's a very valid question, right? Because what is our particular flavor? What does Tampa have to offer? I know being here for so long, Tampa, sometimes we fall into a rut of thinking, oh, we're going to be the next Austin or the next mm-hmm. New Orleans or the next this. And what I'm really seeing that's different that's been happening the past couple of years is that we're not trying to be the next anything. We're focusing inward and saying what's here and how do we exemplify it and love on it and expand it? What is Tampa? And that's what's really exciting. So as we inventory what's here, then we can see that's instead of like importing in, we're going to have a movie studio. Mm-hmm. Maybe we will. But what's here existing that we can take care of and nourish? And I and love that favorite. you said that because uh, we've had other guests on the show that said, you're right. We don't want to be some other city. Let's build on the flavors of Tampa right now. Yes. So uh, along that comment, have we what do you feel is the flavor when it comes to art? It's varied. You know, I was having a conversation recently with a a major international foundation, funding foundation, and they asked about Tampa's art scene. And I, it made me think of the spring at Eulalie, which is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's my neighborhood too. And for a long time, that spring was, was unacknowledged and overgrown and, and the Columbia and the Eulalie has just brought it back to life. It's gorgeous. But when you look at that spring, it's an estuary. You've got little bodies of tadpoles. You've got uh, turtles nesting. And then as you go out from the spring water into the river, you've got uh, alligators coming in from the bay. You've got dolphins and stingrays and manatees. I mean, it's an amazing ecosystem. And that's how we have to look at the arts here as well. We've got these beautiful underground developments mm-hmm. that happen. We've also got these anchor institutions like the Stras and the Tampa Museum of Art. We've got world-renowned institutions like Graphic Studio and Blue Ossier. The We have like all of these components. So it's really important to invest into the entire big picture and have a space for everyone to thrive and know that there is space for everyone. So the tadpoles are not uh-huh. intimidated by... <laughs> Am I getting too esoteric? No, no, but I love this. So, so how do you feel that we are there globally, or what do we have to do? 
I think that the focus needs to still continue in on identifying who we are and what's here. So when we speak of there globally, what does that really mean? Are we Paris? No, we'll never be Paris because first of all, you've got fashion houses for Mm -hmm, 500 mm -hmm. years. You've got all of this history that is just not intrinsic to the US period. But we've got our own history here that's really being cultivated and developed and appreciated. The historical preservation that's happening right now is phenomenal. It's really wonderful. So I don't really think there's any there to get. I think we are, yeah, we're there because we're here. And, you know, you are part of history. Paula is part of history. When we were talking about <laughs> Paula started, you know, dancing at a very, very, very young age. I um, I do love talking on the show on the personal history. And since you and I talked, if you don't mind sharing, you never imagined even getting into the arts. It was your dear brother that got you in into the arts. You had such a different profession. I did. Can you share that and how it really changed the focus and how art can change focuses? Sure. I always had a passion for the arts. Um, I started dancing very young and was engaged in all sorts of courses and loved it, but I didn't see having a career in it. And I honestly always thought that wasn't possible in Tampa. And I was more focused on what's practical, like quote unquote Mm -hmm, practical. mm -hmm. Um, So my schooling, while much of it was in the arts, when it was time for me to really hone on my degree, I I focused on international business. And I focused on really working in other countries for a long time and developing industry and making money for bigger corporations or developments at the time. And uh, my brother went a different path. He decided to absolutely follow his passion for music and animation. He went out to LA and made a name for himself. And he was a music coordinator out there. He he has screen credits and Shrek and Gladiator and American Beauty and all of these like wow. really amazing um experiences. And he was out of the blue when he was 42 diagnosed with a brain tumor that was uh, a terminal diagnosis. And we're so sorry. Thank you. Um, so that for me at that time, I was working in oil and gas and was really focused in on being an international boss lady, <laughs> a business person, right? Like, right, right. right. Um, and so when I went to care for him and to really make that a focal point, you know, during his uh, his uh, during that time. It began to kind of shape my perspective, spending time in L.A. and seeing all this industry around the arts and seeing his example of putting forth his passion first and foremost really planted a seed because life is not guaranteed for any of us. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the nature of how of life in general. And it made me begin to question, like, how am I spending my time? Is it resonant with my values and with what I want to bring to the community and what I want to express in this world. Um, so unfortunately, he passed within a year. And that really yeah, just so sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, it really did shift how I decided to spend my time and to begin that exploration and giving myself permission to think, okay, what is it I want to express? What do I want to be a part of? And that's a continual thing. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, that's expressing in this community in Tampa and and being a part of this amazing growth and 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 cultural revitalization that's happening. And I asked you to share your personal story because with the arts comes, as you said, a vision, embracing, mm-hmm. embracing what life truly is about. And it brought you to the point 
where you are today as the executive director of the Tampa Arts Alliance. I mean, changing, you know, and helping this whole community, whole mm-hmm. community grow. And I know Paula also has a personal story on um, what makes her even more passionate about it. I think we bring her back on the show and maybe That'd the be three amazing. of us can, what do you think? And the three of us can have a little chat on how I would love personal that. journeys, personal journeys really can do, I don't know, can affect so many people that you don't even realize. Absolutely. Okay, one Wonderful. Let's bring Paula back. Okay, first on the show, I had to bring you both together, Michelle and Paula. I mean, I know the two of you have such great respect for each other, but listening to the conversation with Michelle Paula, you realize too, you also had a very sad loss, a brain tumor 14 years ago, your husband. Yes, I, I didn't know the story of your brother. I'm very sorry for that. And I, I, I immediately I relate to uh, my husband also passed away 14 years ago in a brain tumor, totally unexpected. But I think from tragedy, sometimes we just uh, take that that faith on on what we do with your, with our life, like you were saying, and it it's kind, it kind of become a value for us to to keep going for our families, for the the things that we love in life, and mostly in our mm-hmm. case for the arts. Yes, for the arts. What a powerful message from both of you that you channeled that tragedy. And again, we're so sorry, but channel the tragedy into this passion and love for the arts in honor of your loved ones. Well, that's what the arts really represent, really. It's it's an articulation and a digestion of our human experiences. And that's the reason why we believe so passionately in supporting the arts. We encourage the community to go out and see shows, even especially the little little known shows, the underground uh, exhibitions and, and these opportunities to see different perspectives on how people are digesting their lives. We've all been through so much pandemic and otherwise the modern era is not an easy era to live in. Mm-hmm. And so the arts are really an integral part in digesting it and processing it and then also creating unity with each other. And that mm-hmm. is a wonderful call to action because both of you um, are non, that th- you come from the nonprofit world. So you mm-hmm. need the community, right? You mm-hmm. need the community to support you. Completely, completely. We need the community to know more about what we do and how we want it to connect with everyone, with everybody. And how, they, how can the arts serve the community? We're here to serve. We're here to give what we know, what we love with passion, with respect, and with a lot of uh, um, knowledge of, of the arts can change lives forever. Well, thank you both so much. It has been such an honor to have you on the show. And as always, everybody, thank you so much for watching. If you want to learn more, just head to visittampabay.com. I'm Serena Fazan for Unlocking Tampa Bay. Until next time, stay safe.